Hello and welcome back to Episodes of Psychosis. I'm your host, Mervyn. Today we're going to be talking about stigma associated with psychosis. So it's an episode about psychosis and stigma. I hope that you'll enjoy today's episode. I hope that you'll get something out of it. There's actually um, a surprising amount of information available about stigma. And if you're interested in learning more about stigma and the impact it has on psychosis, I would encourage you to follow some of the links that I'll be introducing and do some reading and... um, there should be a few resources for you that I'm able to provide um, because it's it's actually quite an interesting topic and uh, reducing stigma around psychosis can actually uh, help to reduce the negative and harmful effects of psychosis so it's an important topic and it's one that um, I think is useful for us to think about and process as we're dealing with psychosis um, as a very difficult mental condition. The mental condition itself is more than enough to try to handle, let alone simultaneously dealing with the negative views of Uh, society on people with psychosis so there's stereotypes discrimination and so on of people experiencing psychosis recovering from psychosis and we want to uh, address these uh, stigma uh, head on and we want to deal with them and confront and challenge the stigma associated with psychosis and not just accept it at face value. And in doing so, we hope to improve the well-being of people experiencing psychosis. We hope to offer them a compassionate and caring voice. As caregivers, family members, loved ones of people experiencing psychosis, we want to Remind them that you're not alone. You're you're not going through this by yourself. You're surrounded by people who care about you and who view you as a human being. And you're so much more than just the condition that you're experiencing. There is... Uh, a fantastic website by the Psychosis Research Institute at psychosisresearch.com and if you're interested in reviewing this information um, reviewing this website I've posted the link it's link 1 in the comments section of this podcast and I think uh, a lot of what I'm going to be describing is already covered on at this website 
And what if one of the things that they are uh, trying to do at this psychosis research unit is reduce stigma associated with psychosis and challenge it in order to assist people experiencing psychosis in having better outcomes. And so what I'm going to describe today is based on the research and the information provided by uh, that unit. So do go ahead and visit the the site and um, I think you'll find a lot of very helpful resources there. Um, One thing that they point out is that stigmatizing beliefs about psychosis, schizophrenia, and psychotic experience, these stigmatizing beliefs contribute to social exclusion for people experiencing psychosis and their psychological distress that they endure. Uh, it's not it's not uncommon uh, for people experiencing psychosis to be viewed as uncontrolled, unacceptable, and dangerous. Dangerous because they could be viewed as violent. Um, and so as a result, stigma uh, has... Um, The stigma can lead to social exclusion, so feeling left out, feeling marginalized. Um, And and this stigma and the social exclusion, according to the authors uh, at psychosisresearch.com, will present a huge barrier in seeking help, getting help for the condition. And so then, you know, a lot of young people, people experiencing psychosis, will be reluctant to engage with the services um, that are there, the services that are there to help them. And this is largely due to social high experience of social anxiety Uh, Fear being around people, fear of what people will say about them and to them, and also shame surrounding their condition. So they they explain that there's a number of organizations that have been tackling um, stigma head-on, including the World Health Organization, and... Um, they go on to explain the what it's what it's like um, being affected by prejudice and discrimination, and 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 what the implications are of that stigma being placed on them. And it's not right and it's not fair that this discrimination, these stereotypes of uncontrollability and dangerousness 
be placed on individuals experiencing psychosis. I want to say, if you're experiencing psychosis, recovering from psychosis, and you're listening right now, I want to say that you are cared for, you are cared about, you are not alone. There are many of us experiencing these same things, and you know in your heart who you are as a person. Please do not withdraw socially. Do your best to connect with people as we've discussed in previous podcasts. Do your best to connect, to form close relationships. And in that way, you would be confronting stigma head on because I think a lot of the times people are just afraid of what they don't understand. And if and in the in the process of you forming close relationships with people and explaining what you're going through, they could come to understand it a little bit better and put less stigma on you, hopefully and put less stigma on people going through the same thing in the long run. There is uh, an effect that happens uh, for some people who've experienced psychosis and have been deeply affected by the prejudice and discrimination of others about psychosis where the affected individual begins to believe the negative stereotypes are true about themselves. So they start to internalize the stigma. And so that's why this effect is called um, internalized stigma or it's referred to as self-stigma. It's a, a very understandable reaction according to the, psych- the psychosis research unit. It's a very understandable reaction as a result of being exposed to stigmatizing messages in the media and from people around the individual. But the problem, the problem is it affects how the person views themselves. It will affect, it can affect their self-esteem, um, their attributions or their beliefs about their ability to cope with their challenges. And for some, it can lead to a feeling of low mood and disempowerment. Uh, the, the website talks about, um, a large study of people experiencing internalized stigma and found that, um, that found that just under half of the people who took part in the study reported moderate or high levels of internalized stigma and that the most commonly experienced aspect of internalized stigma was related to social life. So, uh, one of the things that the psychosis research unit 
is advocating is more research about internalized stigma and what it does um, to the individuals who are affected. Uh, thankfully, one of the things that uh, this research unit does uh, is actually challenging uh, these stigma messages and, and um, in addition to researching the effect of stigma, they actually actively challenge um, these stigma messages. So that's an interesting fact as well. Um, the fact that stigma has such an impact on individuals experiencing psychosis who internalize the stigma suggests that there should be some ways to challenge that or to reverse that effect. And so for that reason, they, at the uh, Psychosis Research Unit, have begun investigating internalized stigma uh, and reversing it using cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT for short. And they've been doing research and publishing research on this type of um, effect, on the positive effect that CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, can have on people with psychosis in helping them have self-respect. So that's a fantastic development there as well. Um, the other thing that they're looking to do is to evaluate peer support intervention for internalized stigma in order to further help reducing stigma. In addition to some of the research that I've been describing, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what they've done to try and target um, local uh, events promoting stigmatized notions about psychosis. So according to their article, they actually according to their website, they targeted a local event that promoted local that, sorry, that promoted stigmatizing notions about psychosis and asked them to remove stigmatizing images and messages from their events media. And in addition to that, they actively disseminate research and conduct um, and hold a, a conference on the topic of stigma and discrimination of psychosis. So that's an interesting thing to look into. They are based in, um, in the UK. Um, but that's an interesting thing to look into if that's something that you're passionate about and interested in. Um, so yeah, that is um, the Psychosis Research Unit, and that is some of the uh, findings that they've had. I wanted to share that with you, and hopefully that will be useful for you in understanding a little bit more about what's going on when you internalize stigma 
and why that why that would be a bad thing why that could lead to social anxiety and self-blame and and other undesirable effects like um, distancing yourself from others social withdrawal and so on last thing that I wanted to leave you with about stigma for today is a research article conducted by um, Hutton, Barrett, Parker and colleagues in um, 2010 entitled Provision of Online Normalizing Information to Reduce Stigma Associated with Psychosis. And their question was, can an audio podcast challenge negative appraisals of psychotic experiences? And I'm going to break this down a little bit because um, I think it's a little, I think it's uh, fascinating. And it's also a little bit self-referential and and humorous to me because this is a podcast um, And I'll be talking about the effects of podcasts according to a study done by Hutton and colleagues. Um, I wanted to say before I start that I posted the link for this article in the comments section of this podcast. It's it's under link two. So if you want to see the article yourself, uh, read it yourself and form your own Um, opinions and conclusions that's great Uh, if not that's okay too because I'm going to be describing it um, describing it briefly uh, for your benefit so I I think this is a great study because it's about basically the effect of podcasts about psychosis on people's views of themselves and the bottom line is Uh, If you play for people podcasts about psychosis that normalizes the and provides normalizing information um, in the podcast, that this actually challenges negative negative ideas about psychotic experiences, and it it can happen in the general population, so in the general public. So I think that's kind of a fascinating and funny self-referential article to talk about um, because this is precisely the aim of um, the current podcast, although I do um, speak predominantly to people experiencing psychosis and their loved ones and caregivers, and I want to offer a supportive voice for them, but this podcast is also indeed attempting to provide online normalizing information just as is described in the uh, study that I'm talking about so that's a little bit of um, dry humor for you Uh, I'll talk about the study in a little more detail so they had over a hundred participants doing a pre-podcast assessment and then a bunch to come back 
afterwards to to complete post-podcast assessment. And so what they found was um, that these the general public who listen to these podcasts, uh, the podcast actually reduced their their negative appraisals of auditory hallucinations and paranoia. So in other words, it reduced their negative attitudes about psychosis and it showed a significant increase in their scores um, on a measure that of their normalizing beliefs about paranoia and a significant increase in their estimates of how common it is to actually experience psychotic experiences. So it did a number of things, but it basically changed people's attitudes related to stigma. And the results of the study, um, although there's further research required to look at um, how you can change stigma, the results of the study point to the effectiveness of podcasts for doing that. So thank you to them for conducting that study and thank you for you thank you to you for listening to this podcast in our joint effort to reduce stigma internalize stigma for those who've experienced psychosis and stigma um, stigma and negative beliefs associated with psychosis for those who are outside observers from the general public and also caregivers and loved ones of individuals experiencing psychosis. Well, that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed listening and I hope that you've learned something. If you have enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing so that you don't miss any episodes. Uh, or following, depending on what um, your favorite platform is for listening. Also, if you do have any questions or comments or any ideas that have come up throughout today's recording or any of the recordings, I would encourage you to find the email address attached to this episode and in the comment section, and go ahead and send me an email. I'd be very happy to hear from you and I'm more than likely to reply in a short amount of time. That's it for today. Until next time, I hope you're well, and I wish you all the best.